Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to your D1T5 for Tuesday afternoon, July 14th. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. St. Francis PA has hired Eastern Kentucky Senior Associate AD James Downer to lead the Red Flash. St. Francis President Father Malachi saying, quote, James's leadership approach is a natural fit to enhance the athletic and academic success we expect. Not only will he bring a strong focus on our student-athlete well-being, but he will further the reputation of competitive success for which we are known. Florida Athletic Director Scott Strickland has tested positive for COVID-19, but says his symptoms were mild. The SEC will postpone the start of volleyball, soccer, and cross-country competition through at least August 31st to allow for additional prep time for safe competition. MEAC Commissioner Dennis Thomas said the decision on whether to transition fall sports to the spring would have to be made within the next week or two, and that, quote, all possibilities are on the table for fall sports. Notre Dame Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick insists the questions regarding whether football can be played in the fall have largely been too narrow thus far, saying, quote, if the current trend line continues as negative as they've been the past few weeks, America is not going to return to normal. College football is just going to be a victim of that. It's not going to be that we uniquely make a decision. Swarbrick maintains the Irish will not have any problems filling their schedule, noting the ACC has been a phenomenal partner for the institution. On moving up the basketball season, Swarbrick says, quote, My instincts with regard to the winter sports, basketball included, is to start them later. Let the first semester start and be successful. Tulane Athletic Director Troy Danning observing similar comments with the current trajectory, indicating that fall sports is becoming less likely given the national trend lines, and notes that he doesn't see the fall happening if the trend lines continue for the next three to four weeks. Regarding football in the spring, Danon intimates that his biggest concern is the ability to turn around and play again the following fall, saying, quote, it would be great if we could go to the spring and play, but we have to think about those ramifications. And secondly, the spring decision assumes that everything is going to be good in the spring. I'm not ready to go there. While Ohio State is operating on a two-month interim athletics budget, athletic director Gene Smith indicates that the needed reductions moving forward are not likely to include the elimination of sports or a decrease in coaches' salaries. However, he explains it's difficult to be more specific than that. Quote, when we're able to get to a point to objectively, reasonably look at these things, I think some of those changes will occur. It's very difficult to look down the road when you have COVID and social justice issues and name, image, and likeness looming. It's a number of things. We're just kind of drinking water through a fire hose at this point. Dartmouth Athletic Director Harry Sheehy on why he did not consult coaches or student-athletes from sports that were recently eliminating, saying, quote, anyone in athletic administration would say if you did it early in terms of letting the coaches know, it just exacerbates the whole process. It seems kinder to do it the other way. It just isn't doable. Sheehy goes on to address pushback from those who cite Dartmouth's $5 billion endowment, knowing that it consists largely of restricted funds. Regarding why alumni were unable to donate funds to save programs, Sheehy explains, no matter what they give, that 10% reduction in admission slots is there. And so we would still have to do the same thing if we wanted to maintain a competitive Division I Ivy League student experience. There's the crux of the decision. The U.S. government has agreed to rescind the July 6th directive to prohibit international student-athletes from remaining in the country if their universities are offering online-only courses in the fall semester. A Massachusetts judge announced the decision during a federal court hearing in the case filed last week by Harvard and MIT. The judge said the university's request for the court to block the rule was moot because the government agreed to rescind the policy. Sports Illustrated's Ross Ellinger reports that for NCAA leaders, two concerns in particular have come to the forefront if and when football competition begins, in-season testing and game interruptions. Specifically, rising cases have administrators worried about the availability of testing when spikes in the number of cases they fear 
could mean more game interruptions than expected. In addition, one Power 5 athletic director is worried there will be some who exploit the situation to get out of games, saying, quote, Believe me, there are some guys in this business who will use this to their advantage. They'll say, well, we aren't going to win that game anyway, so let's just say we can't play. I hate saying it, but we know those people do exist. There's also the question of bowl games, according to AFCA Executive Director Todd Berry, who asked, what if a conference loses four bowl partnerships and doesn't have enough bowls? Where do those teams go? In return to campus and competition notes, Ohio State is resuming voluntary workouts after hitting pause following a spat of positive COVID-19 tests. Buckeye student-athletes will continue to be tested regularly. Florida has administered a total of 238 COVID-19 tests as of the weekend, with 29 coming back positive. Of the 188 student-athletes who've returned for voluntary workouts, three have tested positive. And finally, according to the Action Network's Darren Ravel, the New England Patriots plan on having games with 20% capacity with tickets being arranged in blocks of 10 seats or fewer. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Tuesday afternoon, July 14th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we will see you next time.